This is Donnie Tuttle, the Sell Anywhere trainer, coach, and practitioner. Welcome to the only podcast designed for the remote sales professional and the remote leader, helping you live with more joy, more freedom, and more productivity. We believe that your talent is not limited to your zip code and that you can build the life that you want while selling from anywhere. We have with us today, the one, the only, the awesome Jeremy Todd. Now this guy, uh, he is on the road quite a bit, does, uh, does different things from different places. I'll let him explain a little bit about um, who he is and what he does. But if you are someone who's ever had life kick you in the butt, <laughs> knock you down and uh, take your lunch and pop the bag, this is a guy that you will absolutely want to know. Uh, this is Jeremy Todd. Jeremy, <clears throat> Jeremy, welcome to the show, my man. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Man, I appreciate that. Uh, appreciate the opportunity to come on one of the fastest growing podcasts in the world. And, and obviously, Donnie, you know, uh, I just love all your episodes. So I'm a big, big fan. I feel honored to be on your show. But, you know, a little bit about me, my friend. You know, I'm just, uh, I, I always consider myself just the, the, the average guy with this, like, uh, pressure or tension that I just got to constantly do things and succeed and keep moving and working hard. And, and I love, uh, love meeting new people. So a little bit about my background. I was originally in the car business for a long, long time, managed dealerships, um, and just, just got burnt out with sitting there, uh, in a little office, uh, working a billion hours. And one day I just got fed up. I quit. Um, I was living in Indiana, moved my family cold Turkey to North Carolina. I quit my six figure job. People thought I was absolutely nuts. And then moved to North Carolina and kind of started over and, um, you know, worked in a couple of different dealerships, working on my, some uh, my podcast stuff. And I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit about that. But then I uh, lived there for a little bit. And then I was like, heck, you know what? This is uh, e easy to move around once you do it. I decided to move to California. Started working with Southwestern Consulting, coaching people. And now I'm working with dealerships and uh, kind of not in the dealership as much, but uh, training them to get to the next level and, and coaching them one on one uh, with different dealerships, which is cool. Uh, and then I got the podcast, man, and uh, just trying to get people unstuck in life. You know, if I can do it, uh, believe me, and I, and I know you, we've heard this cliche uh, statement a thousand times, but if I can do it, anybody can do it. But that 100% is the truth. But it's just a matter of just taking that step, man. Start going. Uh, you got to take one little step every day. It's the old, uh, one of my favorite sayings of all time still is, uh, how do you climb Mount Everest? And, uh, you know, it's just one step at a time. And that's really what it's about, my friend, just getting started and uh, just enjoying life at the end of the day. That's right. One bite at a time. Blank. That's right. All right. Yeah. How, do you, how do you eat a whale, right? It's one, one bite at a time. Right. So uh, that's one step at a time. You, you got them mixed up, man. So, uh, <laughs> so Jeremy, what's your sitch now, man? You're, you're a guy who's, um, I, I've, I've been, uh, gosh, we've known each other for, what, a year and a half? And yeah. I, I met you kind of in exodus from one place and into another and just really... And I want to talk to you about like that, that decision point and, and maybe if you can remember some of the, the fear oh, yeah. and difficulties of that. But, but uh, before we go there, man, uh, this is Sell Anywhere. So where is your anywhere right now? It sounds like you're – is there a puppy next to you? Yeah, there's a guy. I'm at a coffee shop, and, and you know I'm going to walk away from the, coffee, uh, from the, <laughs> the, the puppy dog. But, uh, you know, yeah, I'm at a coffee shop in, in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And, um, you know, that's really been made part of my office is I go to coffee shops. It's funny. A lot of my clients are like, like where are you, uh, where's your office at today? And I've I've uh, I've narrowed down coffee shops across the country, which we give you the best deals on you know free refills and all that good stuff. But yeah, <laughs> Fort Wayne, Indiana today, and um, 
Uh, and, and, you know, next week I'll be in Salt Lake City, and then I'll be back in uh, Sacramento-ish, California. So really, man, I just look for a nice, quiet, well, relatively quiet place. But, you know, I just like the adventure of going to different places and working, man. Being stuck in an office was just killing me. I couldn't do it anymore. All right. And now I, uh, I truly am, you know, living the dream for sure. Okay, so uh, we're going to go into the little challenge right now of the coffee shop because I've, okay. I've tried that before too, and I think some of our audience – um, has done that or will do that. And, uh, and I was, um, and, and obviously, gosh, one, one of the things that I have to deliver is, is a quality and you have to deliver, we, we deliver quality interactions with people, right? Both, um, and, and for those who don't know, Jeremy is a practitioner, so he sells and makes sales calls. Um, and also we, we coach, we both actually, uh, we, we coach people in the world of sales and leadership. And, um, <laughs> but I had one person tell me, and it was just because I think it was due to my equipment. Yeah. They, they, they said to me, that was a horrible experience. I tried to do a call <laughs> from, a, uh, from a coffee shop, and it just, it just was bad. It was, it was bad for the person. They, they literally picked up and heard every bit of noise that was behind me. And um, I was relaxed and was, I thought it was going great, but um, she just wasn't into it. Um, you know, like, tell me like, like distractions, noise factors, all of those things. Like how have you found a way around that? That's a great question. And, um, this is going to sound probably overly confident, a little cocky, and I, and I really have no intention of doing that, but I, I truly believe that, um, and, and sure there's going to be people out there that are going to be like that. They're going to complain about the sound, but I just feel that, you know what, it doesn't matter where I do it. If I'm in a coffee shop, if I'm at a racetrack, it doesn't matter. I'm going to bring the heat every time you're on a call with me, I'm going to bring as much value as I possibly can. And a lot of times when you over, when you come bring so much value, it doesn't matter what's going on in the background. And that's really what I try to do on every one of my calls with my clients or even sales calls. If I'm doing that, people ask me, where are you at? And, and hey man, I'm bringing level 10. I am crushing it. I, I had to stop at a coffee shop because your phone call was so important to me. I couldn't make it back to my office or a quiet spot, but I want to bring the heat right now. So I think a lot of that, uh, and again, this is, probably not the best answer in the world, but it's my answer. I, I just truly believe, man, if you're bringing the heat and bringing the passion, I don't think it really matters where you sell at or where you make your phone calls at. I really don't. And again, uh, that's non-traditional. People are like, yeah, you got to be in a quiet spot. And I, you know, I've heard it and I, I, I can see the side of it. That's just not me, man. It's not me. It's not who, uh, uh, again, I'm a different dude, man. So uh, it doesn't, it's, it's not me. I'm just a little rough around the edges and bring as much. Did you, say race, did you say racetrack? Absolutely, man. It doesn't matter where you're going. As have long you as you bring calls at a racetrack? No, nah, I wish I, I You know what? I may have to, now that I just said that. I may have to. That's a, that's a bucket list thing. I'm going to go to the, you know, go to a NASCAR race and make phone calls. But, but again, it, it doesn't matter, man. That's what I truly believe. And, and when you're working hard and, and you have that passion, people, people believe it, man. Like, wow, this dude's even making calls from the coffee shop. These guys so fired up. So, that's what I believe, man. And again, probably not the best answer, but it's my answer. And that's what I truly, truly live by. Awesome. Well, um, you know, as we're kind of going through some areas, like, uh, like all of a sudden these images of places that I just wouldn't make a phone call in kind of popped up. And so I almost feel like I should put like sell anywhere. Like the one place that popped up is uh, in the bathroom. I don't ever, Jeremy, <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever want to, I don't ever want to feel like I have encouraged someone to make sales calls. Uh, from let's just say a public bathroom at the very least. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that uh, that's probably not the best recommendation for sure. So we're changing the name of the podcast. So sell anywhere except public bathrooms. <laughs> that's the I love it, my friend. I love it. 
So, uh, <laughs> so you took you took a big step, man. You you um you were you know you were more than a nine to five. Uh, you were Absolutely. working you were working in the auto industry, and you decided to take a step out as a consultant. And um, man, take me through. Like I I feel like a lot of people who who do some of the location independent lifestyle have taken the role of the. Um, uh, gosh, you know, the entrepreneur, the, uh, the consultant, the, um, you know, the, the outsourced person, the 1099 type of a person, but there's a lot of risk in that. Absolutely. Right. Talk, talk to me about what you were sensing, what you're feeling. Can you remember that transition and, and, um, just, yeah, just bring us through that. Yeah, absolutely. I'll uh, actually never forget that transition because it's what pushes me. It's one of those things I don't want to go back to the dealership and I was making great money. Um, it, it was, it was to a point that in my life that I was just so burnt out and this is literally, this sounds awful, but this is literally what I think. And I'll never ever forget this is that I needed time off so bad. And I was so stressed to the bottom point where I, I had to do something different. I would picture places where I could wreck my car off the highway and maybe break my leg and get time off. That's how <laughs> burnt out I was literally. And that is not a joke. That is real life. Oh I'm like, goodness. well, if I pull off here and and snap that, you know, hit that tree or something, I'll be able to get a week to two weeks off. It, that is the point. But so when you get to that point, wow, when you're at that point and you're missing out family things and you're just, and you just don't like what you do, you have to make the decision. And one of my biggest fears in my entire life is laying on my deathbed and saying, damn, I wish I would have. That scares the crap out of me because I don't want to be that guy. I want to be the guy that said, you know what, take these chances and go out on a limb. And, and another thing, too, is I, I think, you know, as a parent, and obviously, Donnie, you know, you, you homeschool your kids. I homeschool my kids, and I want to be around my kids, and, you know, I want to set an example for them, and I don't want to and, – and for all the people out there working on 9 to 5, hey, man, awesome, more power to you, and if you love what you do, it doesn't matter. But I was just to that point that I, I thought, well, I'm going to take this risk. And I thought about the example I'm setting for my kids, and I thought, you know what, if I can set this example for my kids to never, never settle, if you're not happy with what you're doing, take a risk. Taking a risk is a, yes, it is scary. There's no question. The people that tell you, ah, oh, it's not going to be, it'll be easy. Don't, don't worry about taking a risk. It's not scary. hundred percent is scary. There's no question about that. Mm -hmm. And you know, I sleepless nights still, you know, I still, uh, you know, I get stressed out. Meditation helps a lot for me. Yeah, that is for mm -hmm. sure. That's really helped. Mm -hmm. um, but man, I, I, I just, it's just when you develop that vision and that why, and when it's so important to you that you have to do something, uh, it doesn't matter at that point. I, I just knew I had to do something, and I had no idea what I was going to do. To be honest, I just took that step and said, let's do this. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, it's one of those things that you open it up and have that ultimate, you know, confidence that you believe that no matter what you do, you're going to succeed. And when you have that, um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And, and I, I believe, you know, abundance mindset, it's going to take care of itself. All the opportunities will come. But you have to believe it, and you have to be willing to open that up. If, you're never, if you never open that up, it'll never come to you. I, that much I can guarantee you. Mm. So it's just that ultimate confidence in saying, you know what? I can't go back to where I was. There's got to be something better. I'm going to quit this, and I just know deep down in my, in my heart that things are going to happen and work out. So mm. long story short, the alternative of doing what I was doing couldn't go on, so I had to make a change. So – in, in, in one of the things uh, we, we kind of met through happenstance, uh, mm -hmm. you, you and I, you reached, you reached out to me, but I, I love the fact, Jeremy, some people will say, 
well, I'm in this place, I can't stand it, but I'm just going to wait for something else to come along. And yeah. you really took the mentality of if, of if it's meant to be, it's up to me. And you always do. That's, that's the way that you roll. Um, like, can you tell the audience strategically, like, how did you actually, how did you force the next steps for yourself? That's another great question. And, and, you know, again, with me, man, fully authentic. And this is what I do, man. I, you know, I, I sold the house. And it, it was nice. I had a little equity in my home. And people are like, why would you live off your equity of your home for a little bit? Because, again, it, it's, it's not about when you die and how much money you got and, and, you know, you did this and these are all your accomplishments. It's the adventures and the life experiences that you had. So, yes, I could continue to roll that and work that 95 and pay off my mortgage and continue to do that. So I sold my house, and I did it for sale by owner, and I sold it real quick. And I said, you know what? I got this little bit of money in the bank. I'm out of here. So sure, I had that little safety net, but that money goes away eventually. And it, 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 it bought me time, you know, and, and one of my coaches, his name's Sam Crowley, and I all respect to him. He's got a podcast called Every Day is Saturday. What he always talks about is releasing the pressure valve. So whenever you have your big goal, your big dream, no matter what that is, and, and mine long-term is, is for podcasts and speaking, and I just really think that's the future for multiple different reasons. But he always said, take, take off the pressure. So if you're my ultimate goal, my ultimate dream is podcasting, speaking, teaching, coaching, training, uh, whatever I had to do to get to that point in the meantime is what I got to do. So if I got to get a job for six months at a car dealership, I'm going to do it. I'm going to release that pressure. That doesn't mean you failed. And that's when I think the biggest thing is that people say, I don't want to fail. You, know, you never fail unless you give up, right? And, mm. and I think that's, that's so powerful and so real. But that's reality, my friend. I mean, I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to take this job. I'm going to take this opportunity. Because I know at the end of the day, well, first of all, I, I love not having any boundaries or clocking in or clocking out. I love that. I can do whatever mm -hmm. I want. But I guess at the end of the day, man, it was just a matter of releasing the pressure valve, going for my goals and dreams, taking these risks. Again, people, people tell me I'm nuts all the time. Why would you do that? That's crazy. And, and I think it's crazy staying in the same job and hating it for the rest of your life. That's crazy mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. I would rather go for my goals, go for my dreams, and set that example for other people in my family. Yeah. And listen, if you're out there and you're in that place of, I call it transition in, in uh, as a woman, <laughs> those women can uh, probably know a lot better than I do, but uh, we've, we've had eight children and, yeah. um, and there's a place in, in the labor and delivery called transition. And that is the moment where there is the most pain, but, but the, but the, that's actually the place where the baby's moving and going in a place the most as well. So like, that's where all the work is being done It's where it's all happening yeah. is in transition. And so, um, I was in one of those moments, someone actually gave me a book, I think it was called 40 days to the work you love. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, and that was one of those things. But, um, uh, one of the, one of the tips the guy said in the book that always stuck with me is like, Hey, if, if there's a dream that you want to go do, don't, um, don't wait for someone to post a job make a list of all your dream companies and you actually reach out to them, basically turn the job hunting or the, the career change into the sales process. And, yeah, and that's absolutely. what you, I'm only mentioning that because I, I feel like that's what exactly what you did. I do it all the time, my friend. Yeah. I mean, if, if I see that I need to take some pressure off, I, uh, I'll go out and find the job. That's going to be the best situation for me. When I moved to North Carolina, you know, I, I had no idea what I was going to do. I had no job lined up. I, we didn't have an apartment lined up. We just, one of those things we just uh, left. And so we'll figure it out on the way there. And then you get there and then you find the exact position that's going to pay you the most money. And, and, and you know, let me sidetrack real quick. And, and, and this, I'm a big believer of this. Your job, what you do to 
you know, pay to get income doesn't define who you are as a person. Mm. If you're a, if you're a garbage man or a, you know, what you're washing windows or whatever you're in an office, it, none of that matters because when you leave that company, you leave that job, they don't change the name of the building. And that's what it goes, kind of goes back to, you know, you, your individuality, your passion, who you, how you drive, what, what makes you unique. That's, that's what really only matters. So th again, this sounds totally, you know, counterintuitive, but people say, well, I, I don't want to switch jobs all the time. I don't want I don't want to, you know, I don't want to quit this job and try and go out and find another one. First of all, there's a million jobs out there. You just got to want to be able to find them. Like you said, it's just a matter of, you know, figuring it out. Mm -hmm. But the bigger thing to me, man, is just, I believe with a, without a doubt that the loyalty to the company, I hear this a lot and, and I'm sure, you know, we see it in the news, companies lay off people, hundred thousand people or whatever. And man, I gave my whole life there. I gave 20, 30 years there. That's not you. That's not your company. That that's, you shouldn't expect that from them. What you should expect is from yourself and who you can develop as a person, be a leader, develop your brand. Uh, start a Facebook page, start a Facebook group, start, you know, start a podcast, start a YouTube channel, begin to develop who you are. Because I think long-term in the next five, 10 years, um, you know, I think voice and, and your image of who you are is really going to be the future. Mm. And the more you can take these little steps now, and if no matter what you do, if you hate your job, you love your job, whatever, but you have this passion to become a fisherman, to become a electrician, you want to paint, begin to build this, the side hustle or side gig because I think long-term if you can develop that and again it doesn't happen overnight and that's one thing man when you go for your goals and your dreams it doesn't happen overnight there are setback after setback after setback but you just got to keep fighting and you got to keep asking yourself what's my vision what's my why what do I want to see myself if you need to take that job to take the pressure off do it um, mm. society tells you you can't do that Society tells you you need to be comfortable and, and stay, stay at the same place. Don't take risk. Because I believe, and again, this is going to sound bad too, but I think that's just the people that can't make decisions are trying to hold you back. Because when they see you doing the things that, that they want to do and they can't, it's, it's, you know, it's the old haters, man. The haters come out of the woodwork. And they try and hold you down to their level. You know, your family, your friends. It doesn't matter, man. But when you have that why and that vision and that passion, it's so strong. You can't fight that. You have to act on that. Um, that's what I do, man. That's what I do every day. That's my vision. That's my goal. That's my dream. So people say, well, why, you know, why would you move here? Why would you travel there? Why would you work in, you know, go door to door and shake hands, kiss babies? Because, man, my why and my vision is so powerful. It can't stop. It won't stop me. I, I, I have to succeed. And nothing's going to let me down, man. Mm. I'm not going to let myself down. I'm not going to let my kids down. Mm. I'm not going to get bummed out. I'm not going to have somebody tell me, Jeremy, you're not good enough. You're not smart enough for me. Jeremy, you're not tall enough. You don't say that here at all. But none of that, man, none of that phases me, dude. And I just get this, this why, man, my kids, mm, mm, my, mm. my wife, my uh, helping people. That's the biggest thing for me, man. If you are looking to perfect the art and science of selling anywhere, I've got something for you. It's at thesalesclassroom.com. And when you go to thesalesclassroom.com, you're going to find the Sell Anywhere Classroom. Now we have a free portion of that for you, which is the Sell at Home Survival Kit. And that is six video sessions and the ultimate guide and checklists of things that you need when you're selling from anywhere. That is absolutely free. And if you want to engage with us on a deeper level, you can 
go over there right now and take a look at thesalesclassroom.com. It has all the best stuff from this podcast and from my life practices in selling from anywhere. We'll see you there at thesalesclassroom.com. Mm-hmm. And that's so powerful mm-hmm. to me, man. That's why I do what I do. I want to change lives around the world. I want to help people out. I want to get them out of that nasty place, get them unstuck in life, and um, you know, go for, go for their goals and dreams. So again, I go back to that again. If you're laying on your deathbed and you look around and, and you're not going to say, "Hey, give me that 30-year watch that that company. Let me give me get that certificate on my wall about you know of achievement at my job." You don't look at those things when you're on your deathbed. You look at your memories. You look at your family. You look. You know, you look at the experiences that you had. And if that's what happens when you're on your deathbed, why not live that life every day? And that's what I shoot for, my friend. And that's why I travel. That's why I try and sell anywhere I go. I'm always open to ideas and opportunities. Man, I just, obviously, you can tell, man, I'm passionate about it. That's what I love to do and love to help people with. Come on, man. Jeremy, tell us, tell us a little bit about the positive side. So you have this awesome podcast. And, and um, for those of you who are my listeners, I'd encourage you to go uh tune in to jeremy um you know sometimes they're they're just just these little you know vitamin b12 shots in the arm to pep you up and and give you some consideration to you know what to do in your day and other times you know it takes takes a little bit longer and interviews all kinds of cool stuff on there like what's this about and why why the positive side like like dig into that man yeah digging from from day one man when I was in the car business, one of the things I loved about it was motivating people, right? I mean, I, I wanted to do that and help people. And the car business was so brutal that, you know, people were so stuck in there and they couldn't get out of it. So my whole thing was I started out with being the positive side of the car business. And then, I, then one of my coaches said, well, why don't you just do the positive side of everything, positive side of life, business, health, uh, get people unstuck in life, get them to the next level. And that's really the whole premise of the podcast. And my podcast and, and – you know, super authentic, super real. It's super, um, it's super authentic. That's the biggest thing about my podcast. I do videos. I do. I make them rough. I don't edit them. Um, but it's who I am, man. And if 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 I go away from that, then obviously that's not authenticity. But the other unique thing is when I'm going through these transitions and companies and jobs and moving on, I tell everybody what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling. Um, you know, if the bad things happen, I talk about it because I want people to understand while I'm going through this. It isn't easy. It's hard. And, and there's a lot of failures in there. There's a lot of mess ups. And it's, but, but again, I want to show people that if, again, if I can do it, anybody can do it. And that goes with starting the podcast, starting JeremyTodd.com, all these little bitty things. It didn't happen overnight. It was one day I bought my domain name. And that was a big first step for me, JeremyTodd.com. I didn't know what I was going to do with it at first. I just bought it. And so let's do this. What I, I don't even know what it's going to look like. And then started the podcast. Um, you know, got no downloads. Uh, I got, I think my first episode was horrendous and it was, it was, it was, it was hilariously bad. It was that bad. Um, is, it, is it still out there? Oh yeah. I'm not taking anything down, man. Yeah. It's just, Love again, it. it's, it's totally authentic, totally real. Um, but again, I, it goes back to the whole premise. If I can do it, anybody can do it. If you, if you want to get unstuck in life, just take that first step and just take that first step. And over time, now I've been doing the podcast for a couple of years and now I'm all over the world. I got an email last or last month from a young lady in South Korea. I get downloads in Russia, Africa. And, and so you're impacting lives around the world. And that's the biggest thing I can tell you. If you have a passion, believe me, there's an audience for you. You just got to start. You just got to get going. You just got, 
I mean, if you want a good laugh, check out my YouTube channel. It's hilarious. It's, it's the roughest videos you're ever going to see. But they're authentic and they're real. And that's the biggest thing. And there are no, there are no um, how do I say it? There's no, um, no filter on anything that I do. It is real. It's raw. And if I can do it, anybody can do it. So, yeah, I, I appreciate the plug. Um, but again, man, I'm just trying to be like you, Donnie Tuttle. Sell anywhere, kids. I'm just, I respect you so much about what you do. You're pretty awesome, dude. So you get me, you get me pumped up. That's the other thing. Hey, that's the other thing. Find other people that, that have, that are going down the same road and develop a support network as well. That, that's huge for me. I've got other people around the country that, uh, that have podcasts and that have, um, you know, they're just starting like me. Uh, so you develop these networks where you call people and bank ideas off of it. You're not out there alone, man. Uh, develop that support team, get that support group, and um, man, just just go for it. Just take a chance. Man, Once in your life, take a chance. <laughs> that that is important. Although I will tell you, um, chances can burn you, and um, and being being okay with that. Um, you know, one of the one of the risks that I've taken, I believe that I put it on my podcast episode one, uh, actually landed me and my family, my myself, my wife, our eight children. We we moved back in with my parents. At the and in my mid thirties, it was it was very humbling. But you know what? Um, there's so much uh, that we gain from that, and my children actually look to that as a place of strength. So, absolutely. Um, Let me hop in real quick when you said that too about the failures. Way back in the day, man. Again, full disclosure with me, dude. I filed bankruptcy years ago, man. And people say, well, why would you tell people that? Because again, it's real, man. I, I don't make these things, but I don't make up anything. Their life is tough. Life is about these risks. But I know through that pain, that struggle, and that probably goes back to why I won't fail again. I won't be in that situation again because that pushes me and burns in me, man. So when you talk about failures, yeah, man, there are a lot of failures in life. But, but nothing's a failure unless you, if, you, if you've learned something from that, it's not a failure. It's a learning lesson, right? That's the biggest thing that I see that people say, well, I don't want to fail. It's not a failure. It's not a failure if you learn something. If you learn something 100%, it'll make you better. It'll make you stronger. So in my life, man, yeah, I've messed up a bunch of times, but I haven't failed yet, man. I just keep working at it, and I keep trying to get better. That's the biggest thing for me, my friend. It's just looking at those failures and turning them into wins. Love it. You either win or you learn. Absolutely. 100%. I, I, I read this this morning, and as you were talking, it just kind of uh, brought life to it. It's from Simon Sinek, a guy that you and I both uh, oh, absolutely. love and follow. Uh, he says this. He says, to be authentic is to be imperfect. Authenticity mm. is about imperfection. And authenticity is a very human quality. To be authentic is to be at peace with your imperfections. Great leaders are not the strongest. They're not the ones, uh, they, they are the ones who are honest about their weaknesses. Great leaders are not the smartest. They're the ones who admit that they, how much they don't know. Great leaders can't do everything they're the ones who look for others to help them. Great leaders don't see themselves as great. They see themselves as human. Great leaders don't try to be perfect. They try to be themselves. And that's what makes them great. Man, I love that. How powerful is that? And it's so right on, man. You think about it, being authentic is being authentic is not a part-time job, man. You got to be authentic all day long, every day of the week. If you see some, something on the streets that's not right or you feel like maybe I should help this person. Go help them. Go help them. Go. If you, maybe I should call this person. Maybe I see something that's not right in the workplace that I believe that is wrong. Man, stick up. Be authentic. Be who you are. 
that is so powerful, man. I love that quote. Thank you for sharing that. You got it, brother. You're the guy that sparked that one. So, um, so uh, all right, man. Uh, quick change of gears. I'm a, I'm gonna I'm going to let you do this because um, I feel like I feel like there needs to be an advocate here, Jeremy. Okay. Um, the world hears car sales, and they yeah. they think something. Now they think something probably because in part it was earned, probably in part because. Um, it was uh, the way it's portrayed on, um, on you know, in media. Uh, but yeah. they think something. Um, I, I want you to talk to that, and I, I want you to tell us, like, wh why, why, is, why is car sales, um, why is it honorable? Talk to well, me about that. Man, that's a great question. That is right in my wheelhouse. Nothing wears me out more than, you know, I hear, you hear jokes all the time, use car salesmen. The industry has changed so much in the last 10, 15, 20 years. And again, that's one of those things that I'm out to prove wrong, that there are good people in the car business. But there, you know, sure, there's some shady people, but there's shady people in everything. That whole cliche thing is used car salesman. Man, some of the best people I've ever met in my life are from the car business. I just, that absolutely rubs me the wrong way. And that's mm -hmm. one of the things I get out there that, that man, these people are working their butts off. They're, they're supporting their families. They're good people that you can't... And, you, in the car business now, not to get too car businessy, but it's almost impossible to really get ripped off. All the prices are out there. All the new cars, they just give them away. Trade values are out there. The, the, the consumer has more power now and more information now than they ever have in their entire life. When you go into a dealership, when you have that mentality is that, you know, I'm going to come across some sleazy guy, you're looking for anything that even comes across that way. 99 times out of 100, the people are just good people and being honest with you and they don't believe it. But you can't in the car business nowadays, you can't lie, you can't cheat, you can't steal because you will get caught in a second, 100%. So people just don't do that anymore. Now, I believe back in the wild, wild west, and this is where the, all those cliches came back in the 80s, early 90s, uh, that with, before the internet, that you could just say whatever you wanted to and there was nothing, no repercussions. But again, this is with any industry. I mean, we can get into the banking industry and the financial industry and, and government and big, big business. Those people are the ones you really need to be worried about, not the car people. They're just an easy target because a lot of them don't know how to fight back, and, and you know, they're struggling. Uh, it's a lot of times you get people that, that didn't know what they were going to do in the rest of their lives, they but they knew in the car business you could make a good income. You got to work a lot of hours. But, again, man, good people. Being in the – and, again, I'm – I know there's a lot of good attorneys out there, a lot of good doctors, a lot of good business people out there, but man, there are shady people in every single industry. It's just what you're going to, what are you searching out for? Are you looking for it? If you're looking for it, you're going to find it. If you're looking for good people, you're going to find good people. And that's with any way, any walk of life. All right. Talk to me though. Let's, let's imagine like switch roles. So that like, yes, us as consumers, let's see it that way. And by the way, uh, <laughs> what they're doing is honorable. They're helping you. They're serving you. They're helping you come to a decision Absolutely. on what you need, what you want. Um, but uh, but but flip it a little bit. I'm thinking. Let's say um, I moved into an area and um, and I decided to uh, you know pick up a job as a salesperson. I've seen people, Jeremy, actually say, "Oh gosh, I don't want to be perceived as the sleazy car salesman." And so they actually morph into out of that fear, <laughs> they'll jump into being some yeah. other version of themselves because they're so sensitive. To that like what advice yeah. would you give to someone um let's just say who, who got into the business and um and, and they want to do it right but um like how much credence like is it a non-factor do they, do they just ignore the uh 
the stigma or what, like, how, how would you approach yeah. that? Well, the way I train and, and coach car people is, it's the old saying in the car business, people buy from people they know, like, and trust. If they know you and they like you and they trust you, they're going to buy from you 100%. And it's just, it's, again, being authentic is being who you are. If you're a bad person, you're going you're gonna to be a shady car salesman. You're going to be a shady, you name it. But if you're a good person, and again, it's part of embracing who you are. And that's why you'll see a lot of car guys have their social media things to uh, really put themselves out there to say, hey, I'm giving a good deal. Or they, you see a lot of car guys do motivational things nowadays. It, because it's, 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 you're constantly fighting that stigmatism that, you know, car people are shady. You know, for, for consumers, if you were going to, um, or no, let me, let me turn it this way. If you were looking to start in the car business, it's, it's just as easy for you to start to find the correct dealership. I always recommend people go look at the reviews online. Go, go look at a uh, Google reviews for a car dealership. And if you see high reviews, chances are it's a great dealership. Uh, the information's out there. And again, if you see a dealership that's got poor reviews, guess what? They're not a good place to work or buy from. That is real. I mean, that 100% is real. If you, that's what I do. When I go to these cities, when I, I decide I'm going to get back in the car business, I look at the reviews first. I might even go out there and, you know, I walk around the, the lot and just for the heck of it, see how they treat me. Mm. But mm. all that information's out there. And, and, and wow. yes, there are some shady places, but those reviews, man, I'm telling you what, if you get a dealership that's got a four point anything, uh, that's a strong place with a bunch of reviews, man, that's a great dealership to work, work at. They're helping people, helping the community, inspiring people. There's a lot of really, really good dealerships out there, man, that, and you just got to find them and they're out there. Just look for review. That's the, best, that's the easiest way. Awesome. Awesome. Good advice. Jeremy, we are rounding third and uh, we, home plate is in view. Uh, we, we, are, we are finishing up here. But, um, you know, going back to the positive side and some of the things you've given us some great tips, surround yourself with great people, um, you know, meditate. You've, you, you've given us some things to do. But um, I, I want to go back into the mind, really, of the person who whether they're working from home or they're in an office location like myself where there's no one to watch over your shoulder. And sometimes yeah. they did the right thing. Sometimes they didn't do the right thing. Um, but really the idea is that this, this is a, this is a motivation game. You know, yeah. uh, what you desire spills over into your emotions, which spills over into your thoughts, which spills over into your actions, which of course leads to results. Um, well, like, like how, how can a person who maybe is detached physically from other humans in their company, like how, how can, how can we maintain that, that positive perspective, that, that positive side? How can we do that, man? Send us home with that one and let us know how we can get in touch with you and we'll, uh, we'll say goodbye. Absolutely. Well, the, the biggest thing for me, and you know, one of the things with uh, Southwestern we always talk about is becoming a student of the game and being a student of the game for me is so real. I, I what I would recommend everybody to do, and this is more of the motivation part, and I think it all ties in together about, you know, having that wine and not stop working. But, man, I, I've eliminated the TV in my house. I don't watch any negative news, zero. I read books constantly. I listen to podcasts. I watch YouTube videos. I, I'm, I'm out there looking for the good. I'm always looking for the good. And I start my day off every day with a, a creed from my buddy Paul Cummings. I look at my positive affirmations. I I'm always, always looking for the positive in everything. And when you do that, when you have that correct mindset, first thing in the morning, your day, your day can't fail. You may have a setback. You may get a little bummed out, but then you remember what you read as you just read that book this morning with that quote. Your day can't go wrong when you started off, when you started off right. 
that's the biggest thing for me, man, is being a student of the game, turning your car into a classroom. For a lot of people driving and selling and knocking on doors, are you listening to the radio? Are you hearing the same songs that you've heard 10,000 times over and over and over? Are you listening to sports? Are you listening to the, the news? What are, you li- what are you feeding your brain? And mm. for me, man, I turn my car into a classroom right away. I listen to podcasts constantly for different kinds of information, for motivation. I listen to YouTube videos in my car. You know, I plug them in. I, I obviously don't watch the video, but I'm listening to what they say. I'm calling friends, man. That's the other thing, too. Use your network. If you're bummed out, you're having a bad day, call the person in your phone that always pumps you up, that thinks you're the greatest person. We all have that person in the phone that you can say, man, let me call this person because every time I call him, this person strokes my ego. He makes me feel like a million bucks or she makes me feel like a million bucks. Call that person. It's, we, sometimes we get caught up in the weeds and we get in our own mind. And when you start renting space in your own head with negativity, mm. it's hard to get that out. And you got to kick that out and mm. let other people in and be honest with yourself. And we'll tie back to being authentic, being authentic and being authentic with yourself. If you're, if you're struggling, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up with it. Pick up the phone, read a positive quote, check my positive side podcast, Facebook page. You know, that's, that page is growing. I put motivational quotes up to yin-yang on that thing. They're all over the place every day. Um, check out the podcast. And not only mine, and I appreciate the plug, it's the positive side. And you can search that on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, all, it's everywhere. Or search my name, Jeremy Todd. Check me out there. Uh, but, man, it's just about going back and getting that motivation, getting, getting pumped up, getting your mind right. And just because you have a bad morning doesn't mean your day is ruined. And this is, I'll leave you, this is my favorite thing to do. Always get a win. Win the day. Win the day. Winning the day is so important. It's put one thing on your schedule that no matter what it is, if it's going to be going to the gym, go to the, if no matter how your day went, go to the gym, win the day. The more wins you get in a week, I'm telling you, they start adding up and nothing can stop your motivation. Nothing can stop that momentum. When you get that momentum in your life, whether it be personally, professionally, financially, nothing can stop that. And it goes both ways, negative or positive. When it goes negative, man, you just turn right back into these positive affirmations, these quotes. But when you get it going so good on the positive side, man, I'm telling you, nothing can stop you in your life. Jeremy Todd, it has been awesome having you, my friend. Thank you for helping us to figure out uh, just how, how to use momentum to create positivity and from that positivity to, uh, to, to really create the results that we have wanted and dreamed of. Uh, definitely encourage you guys to go check out Jeremy's podcast. Keep yourself in the positive mindset with the Positive Side podcast. And um, listen, <laughs> we, we get that head on right. We get those thoughts on right. We get those emotions on right. We keep that vision. It's authentic. That's going to determine our actions. And when we're doing that, your talent is not limited to your zip code. And you can Absolutely. sell anywhere. Thanks a lot, Jeremy. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, my friend, for joining us on the Sell Anywhere podcast, where if you can sell anywhere, you can sell everywhere, and your talent is not limited to your zip code. I want to tell you right now, just go into the show notes or go to thesalesclassroom.com, and you're going to find more. You're going to get that free home selling survival kit that we told you about, as well as other ways to interact directly with me, your host, Donnie Tuttle. And if you just want to drop me a line, tell me that you like something or suggest someone for the show, find me on DonnieTuttle.com or go to my LinkedIn. I do a lot of stuff on LinkedIn. So great hanging with you and we will catch you on the flip side.